The meeting. She now paused beside a large fallen tree, taking a breath to still her racing heartbeat so that she might focus better. Not with her ears, for he was very quiet when he moved, but with her sight. She was unconcerned about being heard, for her own steps were silent on the soft floor of the forest. She knew precisely where and when he had stopped to rest, in the clearing which was just beyond this next stand of trees. Listening, she could hear him packing something into his knapsack, and then rising to his feet. Ever more quietly now, she crept another few feet forward. A light sheen covered her tawny skin, it had little to do with exertion, for she was barely aware of the effort tracking him required. Instead, it was the unnerving sense of day-middle.javu which had excited her awareness. Of a sudden, the traveler seemed less of a stranger, and she could not for the life of her begin to explain that. Expelling a breath she had not realized she was holding, she stepped out to where she could receive her first glimpse of this man who had sought her so diligently, watching as he made ready to depart. His back was to her, thus she was afforded an unobstructed view of his sturdily built frame. She had no fear of him despite his obvious advantage in size, her own skills as a warrior were more than a match for any man. And she could sense that he meant her no harm. The time had come. Her answers lie just ahead. He was unable to explain it. He had not heard a sound, yet he no longer felt alone. And although he had sensed none of the danger which had preceded the arrival of the Queen's warriors, he had survived thus far by taking no chances, and he would not start now. He had learned to trust his instincts. Casually lifting his pack, he strolled off into the deeper brush. Several yards into the forest, he then suddenly decided to double back to determine if his intuition had been correct. His follower paused in the clearing he had left scant moments before. She had intended to wait until he moved, then follow, circle around, and confront him as he entered the next clearing. Instead, she'd been halted by the strong impression of him she was now receiving. Standing still, she allowed it to course through her as she wondered at the odd familiarity. If only she could determine why. She is as beautiful as ever. He thought to himself as he now watched her in the clearing. She wore what he remembered was one of her customary garments, a short marisai. It left one shoulder and most of her midriff bare, covering only what was absolutely required. And the bottom portion doing barely this, her only concession to her status was the golden band, embossed with a seal of Nubia, which held her long tresses back from her face. She had never been one for the more traditional royal garments, he remembered that too, with a smile. Even without it however, Tyla could never in his eyes be mistaken for anything other than the queen she was. Odd, he contemplated how best to make his presence known to her without frightening her. Then it occurred to him that she had come because her troops had been unable to find him. This thought amused him, causing him to unwittingly chuckle lightly. Hearing even this small sound, Tyla remained perfectly still. So, he had come behind her. She was not by any means concerned, although she understood now how he had eluded her guards. Did he laugh at her expense? The idea of this produced a flash of annoyance. It was time that this game came to an end. Without turning, she entered his thoughts and asked the question, Why do you seek me? He heard the query, yet as on that day long ago when she had first made him aware of her gift, he was startled by the fact these words had come to his inner hearing, rather than his outer ear. The larger surprise however, was that although she seemed to know of his presence, she appeared not to know of his identity. He wondered to himself, if she knew that he had come to the kingdom of Nubia seeking her in particular, why did she not know that he sought to make good on the vow made so many years ago? Of its own volition, her name leapt to his lips, Tyla. Turning about, she studied the face she had been unable to see before. And though she could not explain it, in the instant that her eyes locked with his the entire forest seemed to stand still, and she knew a tilting of reality which rendered her temporarily speechless. She had come to the conclusion of her search. Yet why, 
She asked herself, did it feel as though she had come to the beginning of a different sort of journey? Dash. Nubian Star. Book 1, Here in the Land of Nubia series. LPJ and Knight Writers Publishing. All rights reserved. Dash. See what the readers are saying.